0: big idea. Jesus's desires, identity, authority, and activity originated in and were supported by his prayer life. Our weekly identity statement, when I know who I am, I know what to do. I know who I am by knowing my creator. I know my creator through prayer. In our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of, Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. Today we're going to look at another way Jesus used prayer in his life, but first I'd like to provide some understanding. There's a lot of debate in Christian circles about how much Jesus used his divinity to help him as a human. To me it's pretty clear. I draw my conclusions from Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 7. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Jesus didn't consider the fact that he was equal with God something to be used to his own advantage. What we can learn from that is that while he was fully God and fully man, he didn't use his deity to help his humanity. Some would argue that his miracles were done because he was fully God. I used to think that way. Now, I would argue that he was doing those things by the power of the Holy Spirit, This helps make sense of what the disciples did after Jesus ascended into heaven. They did, in fact, do greater things than Jesus just as Jesus promised they would. And they were able to do those things by the power of the Spirit. This would also apply to every other area of Jesus' life. When he was being tempted, he resisted by the power of the Spirit, not his divinity. When he forgave people on the cross, it wasn't because he was God, it's because he was empowered by the Spirit of God to act that way. This is important to understand. Why? If we are going to become like Christ, we have to believe it's possible for us to do so. If he was who he was because he was fully God and had the power of God at his disposal to do those things, there's no real way for us to be like Christ. It's a standard that's unattainable. But if he was fully human and did what he did by the power of the Spirit, that we can do. What does this have to do with prayer? Well, let's look. Luke chapter 6, verse 12 and 13. One of those days, Jesus went onto a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he also designated apostles. Jesus wrestled with this decision. If he was using his divinity and sovereignty as God, he would have just known what to do. But he wasn't. He was human. And he was praying about who to choose as his disciples, the ones who would launch his movement. When Jesus had to make a big decision, he prayed about it. In fact, he gave up sleep so he could have extra time to pray about it. He essentially fasted sleeping so he could pray. How many times have you done that? Think about it. If Jesus had picked the wrong guys, so much could have gone wrong. If he had stocked his team with all Peters, that would have been a disaster. If he had had all Judases, that wouldn't have gone well either. He needed a Peter and a Judas. He needed a Nathaniel and a Philip. Many of the disciples had counterparts who were their opposites. It was a big decision that would affect history from this moment forward. So he prayed. This isn't the only instance it's important to note that Jesus was fully human. Jesus experienced temptation as a human. Luke says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. Think about that. The Spirit led Jesus out to the desert where Jesus was tempted by the devil. This text doesn't explicitly talk about Jesus praying, but he was fasting, and fasting and prayer go hand in hand, especially in Jesus' time. I think it's safe to say that Jesus prayed a lot in the wilderness. We tend to think of temptation as bad, but what if the reason we're being tempted is because God wants us to learn how to rely on the Spirit through prayer to respond to temptation like Christ? what if the reason we're in that situation is so we learn how to choose God over the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life? It's apparent to me that Jesus not only prayed in the wilderness and when he had to make big decisions, but that prayer played a critical role in being fully human and living a sinless life. Do you have a big decision to make? Have you prayed? Not just a cursory prayer, but seriously sacrificed time and maybe even fasted to focus all your attention on listening to the Spirit lead you. Are you being tempted? Have you fasted and prayed about that? Have you sought to be empowered by the Spirit to resist that temptation? That's all you have to do. The Bible teaches us that we just have to resist the devil and he will flee. Have you prayed to be able to resist? Or would you rather give in to the temptation and just ask for forgiveness later? Have you prayed about that? Maybe we should pray a lot more than we do. Our daily scripture focus is Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 and 7. In your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature god, did not consider equality with god something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine Jesus being led by the Spirit out into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Imagine Jesus relying on the power of the Spirit to resist the temptations of the devil. Imagine Jesus spending the night praying about who to choose to be his twelve disciples. Now, think about your own life. Imagine relying on the power of the Spirit through prayer to resist the temptations you're facing. Imagine relying on the power of the Spirit to guide you to God's best decision in every situation. Second, reflect. Are there any temptations you're facing that you need to pray for God's Spirit to empower you to resist the next time you face them? Are there any decisions you need to make that you need God's guidance with making? Next, repent spend some time praying and ask God to change your heart and your mind about the temptations you've been facing. Ask God to forgive you for wanting to indulge in them. Ask God to empower you through the same Spirit that empowered Jesus to resist temptation. And repent of wanting to make decisions in your own power and understanding and seek God's higher ways. Finally, thank God. Thank God for the life Christ lived by the power of the Spirit. Thank God for the decisions Jesus made by the power of the Spirit. Thank God that the same Spirit that lived in Christ lives in you and can be accessed at any time through prayer. And finally, thank God for the gift of prayer.